So this is TJ from Orange 20. How you doing? Uh, pretty good. Good morning. Good morning. Um, so I caught you walking your dog, right? That's right. Um, so this is uh, your routine every uh, Saturday? You walk the dog, go to work? And, no, it's the routine uh, one, two to three times a day at least. So um, I've actually been working on uh, training the dog to uh, pull me on the bike, you know, the, the BMX, the feet are nice and low to the ground. Uh, so, you know, I'll take him on. Uh, he, he actually is the, the motor that takes me to work oftentimes, but I'm just taking him for a good old-fashioned walk right now. Is that, like, uh, is that cruelty to animals? Uh, I don't think so. He seems to like it. No, no, I'm just kidding. I was, yeah. I'm just kidding. No, but, He's getting um, pretty so, well trained. Like, he can uh, keep an even pace, which is what I try to work for. I can make him accelerate, uh, but not always. And I really think he's getting the hang of right turn, left turn. So uh, That's pretty cool. So what's your dog's name? Uh, Rorschach. Rorschach, you know, like, yes. Yeah, like the, what do you call it, the Russian scientist that mm. actually had a dog named Rorschach. And hmm. the scientist, I forget his name, uh, but uh, hello. So, Come on by. Excuse me. You sit. So you're uh, you're a a BMX enthusiast and bike store owner, and also uh, apparently you're uh, you're into reading about science. Uh oh yeah. Um, actually, uh, you know, on an off subject, I actually just picked up a book about going off the grid, and uh, I'd say if uh, anybody out there has any uh, comments about uh, uh about that type of lifestyle, because uh. I think I'm seeing a uh, huge emerging trend coming out of uh, uh, the next stuff that people are going to be enthusiastic about, and that's going to be, you know, actually sustaining for your own shelter, food, and water, um, you know, not out of apocalyptic necessity, but just out of a uh, uh, a hobby that somebody with, uh, you know, uh, a little interest in some basic physics uh, can actually undertake, so... Uh, I'll keep you posted about that. Uh, yeah, well, uh, little yeah just, to, just to bring bikes back into it, since I know you're uh, bike yeah. owner, it's a bike show. It, you know, they, on Gilligan's Island, you remember that show? Oh yeah. They had uh, like Marianne would run the washing machine with the bike. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, there's um, actually nope. you know all the the solar and the wind uh, energy gathering uh, devices are uh, uh, pretty good and straightforward, and you can make them work, but. Uh, the uh, backup generator uh, always comes down to uh, a hand crank or the bicycle-operated uh, battery charging device. So I'm, uh, I'm definitely going to be looking into all three of those options. Could you sell that at your store, like a bicycle generator? Yeah, it's a very good idea. I think uh, quite possibly, yeah. So um, you know, it, it can't generate enough electricity to run an average American house, but it can generate enough electricity to sustain a, uh, uh, a you know a, a conservationalist uh, amount of energy use so well I've been um, to a crunch before in Hollywood that had the stationary bikes attached to the TVs oh yeah so that you would power your TV and if you stop biking the TV would go off yeah cool but um, so this is like a series of talks we're having with TJ from Orange 20 here and um, last time we talked about how you spend part of your time looking for the perfectly flat sidewalk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's still a quest. Uh, everybody's favorite riding spot in uh, Universal Studios is uh, an overflow parking lot for the Hollywood Bowl. And uh, through this entire season, uh, bikes are not allowed in that parking lot. So it's 
kind of the uh, the off season for that. But uh, yeah, it's you know, I know we've been having a series of talks, and they come back to that type of stuff. It doesn't really have a. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure what the tie-in is, but uh, I, I know it's there. How you know? do you spend your time, you know, by uh, riding with the dog, finding the perfectly flat sidewalk, trying mm-hmm. to figure out how to get off the grid? I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, um, I'm uh, thinking about launching a new project through uh, the bike shop, and it's going to be basically a uh, shuttle bus and mountain bike rental program. Um, mm-hmm. I've got some really, uh, I guess, uh, optimistic or... Um, uh, ethics-based like kind of things that I want to see happening out of the mountain bike side of uh, uh, eco-tourism. I think when I was on the air with you uh, last week, your friend from Costa Rica was alluding to the point that, uh, you know, sustainable uh, uh, eco-tourism, you know, like the fact that, well, we still have a beautiful, lush, pristine rainforest, you know, people will come to pay homage to that from all corners of the world. I'm thinking about doing a mountain bike rental program uh, where we can take people straight out of the city, put them on some rigs that, uh, you know, would, could be very difficult for them to personally afford just an outright purchase and get people the opportunity to test the equipment and, most importantly, get back out into the uh, uh, the real elements, you know, because um, yeah. uh, everybody puts way too much value on, you know, uh, people's interaction with other people and people – Living in the city, uh, we we have a different value system, and huh. when you're in, you know, literally God's country, it's a it's a different type of uh, riding experience. You know, you're not dodging cars, uh, you're uh, dodging stationary trees. But uh, just the it, people that are interested in riding and become very interested in riding, uh, you know, could really use uh, the opportunity to get out of uh, the urban center from time to time experience a very pure form of riding in an area that doesn't have the same type of ambient noise and uh, distractions and dangers, you know. Yeah, well, where, where would this be? You know, um, a couple of my associates uh, have uh, a lot of the information about the local trails and uh, keep posted about, you know, what's open, when, and where. But, uh, you know, for instance, you know, we could do some uh, shuttle trips and even overnight camping trips up to, uh, like, Santa Barbara, uh, some trips to, uh, who knows, uh, Big Bear, even um, uh, Baldy from time to time. Uh, I'm not sure. There's also plenty of, like, uh, plenty of really good spots to ride without leaving the Los Angeles City County. Um, we have, you know, some elevation gains that are, you know, uh, uh, higher and more abrupt than several other places in the country and the world, uh, Baldy is a very high elevation. Mm-hmm. We all know that there's some great road riding out through there, but, uh, you know, there's some great uh, day trip mountain biking uh, that can really kind of clear your head, you know. Uh, um, I'm just reading an email from somebody named Mike Just. Do you know him? Uh, I think so, yeah. Uh, he's he's oh, talking about, uh, he says, uh he says he's talking about this money that he's been he's used to buy 950 acres of uh, of open land and there's uh, it's called I'm not sure what it's called but uh, I hope to have him on soon soon too maybe we'll just make this more like a bike a mountain biking show. Well, you know, I think that uh, people oftentimes get too uh, stuck in their own particular 
uh, thing that they're into with biking, and if they had the opportunity to do it right, uh, if you enjoy riding one kind of bike, you'll enjoy, um, you know, the majority of every other type of uh, bike riding. So, um, uh, well, I'll do it. I'll do it. So, how much does this whole weekend cost? Like, is it a weekend or overnight, or how's that? Absolutely, don't have any plans. I'm just starting to spread the word. You know, um, a big part of it that I've always been opposed to is when you got a mountain bike. It kind of like uh, to, to get the right ride, it requires loading up in a car oftentimes. Or, you know, there's a few other ways out, uh, but you're a little bit limited in where you can get to with uh, public transportation while transporting the bike. Yeah. Uh, therefore, you know, I personally don't have any problem with uh, carpool scenarios in general. You know, when you see one of those uh, monster passenger vans or SUVs trucking down the street, it's sad to see one person in it. But when you see, you know, ten people in it and they're obviously going out to, uh, uh, you know, to enjoy some of the things that we're fortunate and blessed enough to have around us, uh, it, uh, that's, the, that's the idea of it, you know. It's, it's simply just a carpooling option. Um, but, you know, we'll have to arrange some type of transport. I don't have uh, any type of prices or lineup of bikes at the moment, but uh, it's it's something that uh, I've deemed now is about the time to get it all started. Uh, I'd assume like uh, maybe one to $200 uh, could be the roundabout price for equipment rental and shuttle usage, uh, but so uh, would I we'll get, come out with a full game plan what, to, what, to do it right. Are you going to give them some of those amazing uh, bikes that I mean, what kind of bike do you Oh, get? yeah, we'll keep it really current, you know. Um, I'll start uh, seeing if uh, other manufacturers can, like, basically, uh, you know, give us uh, pro deals on some stuff so that we can represent their product and get a large basis of people out there riding bikes like Titus and uh, Commensals and uh, Kona. And, you know, uh, there's there's several different varieties and genres within the mountain bike sector itself. You know, you've got the 29ers, the 26, the Rigids, the hardtails, the full suspension, the long travel full suspension. Um, there's a myriad of equipment out there, and it can be expensive, you know, but uh, uh, for the price of uh, the rental and finding out what you really like and what you might eventually invest in, you know, I think it would be uh, uh, well worth the money for the person that would like to go mountain biking with us. So, Are you on your way to work right now? Yeah, well, I got a little bit of time to uh, walk the dog. Uh, I will have to, uh, uh, you know, get off the phone with you at some point pretty soon. But um, this sounds great. And can you get to these places? I, can you get? You can get to Santa Barbara by train if you can get to like a red line anywhere downtown or anything. Even you could go all the way yeah. to Union Station to Santa Barbara, right? That's very can, true. Can no. you take your bike on there? Uh, you can. Um, there's about, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think that there's uh, parking for about uh, two bikes per car on the uh, uh, official Amtrak, the Surfliner. Uh, the Metrolinks have about the same amount. The Metrolink doesn't run all the way to Santa Barbara County. Um, I've taken the trains uh, several times up and down uh, the coast. It's, uh, you know, it's, it's something I've always been interested in. And yeah, you can take it right to. Uh, Jeez, uh, I forget it. It comes out on State Street, uh, but right to the center of uh, the Santa Barbara area on uh, Amtrak. You can go further north, um, and uh, it's it's pretty darn beautiful all the way through there. It's really something. It's, it's, yeah, well, would you be able to get from there by bike to where the trail is, though? Oh, yeah, yeah. You would just be looking at, uh, you know, 
uh, a, a long climb. Uh, the nature of some of these bikes are actually just specifically geared for downhill action. Uh, not to say you couldn't climb with them, but it's a uh, it's uh, a more difficult endeavor because of the huge amounts of suspension and uh, you know the fact that the frame by its nature is not rigid at all, but you know quite bouncy. Uh, so a lot of people, you know, uh, would prefer stuff like if there were, uh, chair lifts that go up. And the thing is, like, mountain biking is pretty big in certain places, and I really like, uh, the mountain bike scene because those guys, you know, uh, whether by, uh, lifestyle choice or trend or just location are up there in some beautiful places living, um, you know, by fairly simple, you know, uh, means, uh, for instance, you know, like going up and uh, taking some part-time work, uh, uh, working with the uh, forestry service in uh, various places, or, um, you know, people uh, rent out chalets in, like, uh, Big Bear and spend some amount of time there. And those people are, you know, out there living, whoops, excuse me, dropped my mic, um, you know, living uh fairly out in the middle of nature and going pretty deep into some uh you know some really beautiful places every day it, it has an effect on you that's you know you're making me want to go and live up there like, yeah well so what do you um, do all day man you, you mountain if you live up there and you're not working that day you just you mountain bike for like three hours you come back and you uh yeah well i mean uh hard to say i think uh you know you have to get some people maybe to uh uh, as we start finding out more of these people, we'll start getting them to, uh, to call in from time to time. Uh, you know, we could do some, uh, some scene reports with that. You know, I'm, I'm like you, I'm living here in the middle of the city and I right. don't get out, uh, that often, but, you know, I'm starting to see that as being an important thing to do. Um, so, you know, to, to make it possible, I'm going to, uh, you know, start this, uh, little enterprise and, it's going to be for my benefit uh, as much as anybody else's because yeah. I'll actually be out there mountain bike with them, you know. So this is TJ from Orange 20 at the corner of Heliotrope and Melrose in Los Angeles, otherwise known as the Bike District. Hmm. Um, anything yep. else that, that you have for us today, TJ, on your way to – are you taking the dog to work? No, no, not okay. today. Um, get bored. So what else What else you got going on or coming up in the week uh, you know, I uh, wanted to say congratulations to uh, Jim uh, up there in Santa Barbara. He uh, was uh, a very uh, primary essential. Uh, he brought the uh, Bicycle Film Festival up to Santa Barbara. Um, what was that, like last week? Um, and, uh, you know, that's a, that's a pretty big undertaking. It's a big volunteer uh, basis that works for that film crew, and it was their first time in Santa Barbara. Quite a few people from L.A. traveled up and said they had, uh, you know, it was a really good time, really good scene. So, say, yeah, uh, so that went well. Yeah, and, you know, uh, I think Jim also did some type of a big swap meet out there, uh, similar to, like, the type of swap meets that you've seen before, like in Sino Velodrome, when people come out with their, you know, uh, whatever they have, uh, willing to buy, sell, or trade. And uh, he did something like that up there in uh, Santa Barbara, uh, not related to, like, a track event or anything, uh, but... Uh, just kind of threw one, and some other people, you know, came back to the shop and said that that was a uh, uh, a real hoot. Like some people came out with some stuff that you don't see at the other regional swap meets, and you know there were some really good bargains. This guy said he picked up like three or four sets of carbon crank sets just because, you know, um, it, when you see 
you know, some carbon crank sets for like $100 or something, you, you by principle, you have to do it. So, <laughs> so uh, he's, he's running, you said he's running a swap meet? Or, or uh, he did like a one-time event. Uh, okay. He uh, also, I think, arranged it with some, uh, some polo matches, which, of course, is another huge aspect of, uh, of bike culture right now. Um, but, uh, yeah, he threw just like a, a swap meet, a get-together type of thing. And uh, from everything I've heard, unfortunately, I didn't get to go myself, uh, that it was uh, uh, a good event uh, for everybody that attended. So. Can, yeah, I'd like to talk to him. Can you text me his number after we hang up? I mean, just Yeah, we'll do. And I probably do have to get going. So, uh, okay. you know, thanks for everybody well, listening to uh, uh, Bike Talk Radio. And thank you, TJ. All right, see you, Nick. All right, see ya. Road 
north through the alley The moon just framing your hair So The cut not long but not short Definitely hip And the wind said summer And all the poets scramble To find an object to describe When you rounded the bend And a moth just missed you Still unable to Down the ball of the land that hams the ocean. Maybe thinking, maybe, and maybe thinking, no. How you guys doing? We're great. Um, I just talked to uh, TJ, and he gave me your number and said you're doing some great stuff up there. Yeah, we've been we've been having a a pretty big impact on Santa Barbara here so far, and we've had a, a lot of fun things going on. Yeah, like I like for example the film festival. Last, I guess two weekends ago now, uh, we did the bicycle film festival up here in Santa Barbara. It's the first time that it's come to Santa Barbara, and it's the smallest city of the 38 cities that they do. So it really gave us a little bit of leeway. We, we were able to have a bicycle swap meet and gold sprints and a cyclocross race and a polo tournament and a BMX jam and a, a volunteer appreciation movie uh, all in, in support of the, the film festival up here. So we, wow. we were really able to put together a lot of things up here. Yeah, that sounds great. It sounds like you made up for an enthusiasm which you may have lacked in size. <laughs> Um, yeah, maybe. Well, so is there, there must be a big biking scene there, or are you creating it? Um, well, it's weird. It exists, but it's it's very fractured. Uh, there's there's not anything that really holds everybody together. Um, and I'm hoping that we can come in here and kind of act like some sort of glue to kind of keep people on the same page, you know, or at least aware of things that are going on. So. 
So how are you? How are you doing that? You've got a bike shop. Yep, uh, I started a bike shop up here called Cranky's. It's on State Street. It's 1014 State Street. Mm-hmm. Um, we sponsor BMX events. We sponsor, right now we sponsored Summersby Jenkins and her mom Avalon Jenkins who are racing the uh, nationals, the track nationals, down in Carson today and tomorrow. So uh, we we work with mountain bikers, roadies, you name it. So. You, you work with mountain bikes and roadies and... You name it. We, we work with we work with just about everybody. Uh, we sponsor a couple BMX riders. We we kind of we worked with the Santa Barbara uh, Mountain Trails Volunteer Organization and done some cleanup work on the Funk Country Trails for the mountain bikers and uh, worked on access to local parks for for bikes. You know, we've been trying to stay very involved in what's going on here. Well, um, so the name Crankies, does that imply that you guys are cranky? Most of the time. <laughs> I, it, it's, uh, most, it, it was sort of a takeoff of uh, cranks on, on bicycles, but uh, we, we came up to Santa Barbara, and I, I had a couple names running in my head that I, I would, if I opened up at a shop, I, it would be a different name than Orange 20 down in L.A., and, uh, well... After seeing things like the blue bee, you know, the blue bee jeans and all those other things, we decided, well, instead of being blue bee men's anything, we're just going to be cranky. Um, TJ talked about how he wants to do bike shuttle, mountain bike rental, that you can go to places like Santa Barbara and, um, you know, use all use all their latest bikes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, did he come visit you? He stopped by briefly, yeah. So maybe that inspired him. What's the biking like up there? It's world class. The the road riding up into the mountains here is extremely beautiful. The mountain biking is really dramatic, very rocky, a lot of ascending and descending. Uh, but then you also have trails in local parks where you can ride your mountain bike with your dog off leash. There's a BMX track and there's a uh, a skate park too down at the beach and all this stuff is within riding distance so I could hop on my mountain bike and inside of an hour be at 3,000 feet at elevation on a trail you know yeah that that's really what I miss I mean about places I've been like where you, where you could do that like Berkeley even though it wasn't like where you are now I mean I'm like right in the middle of downtown and I gotta ride through all kinds of traffic just to get to Griffith Park which is not really comparable to although it's amazing I mean, you don't get the kind of air and the and the views that you must be getting. Griffith Park is probably one of the my favorite hidden gems of Los Angeles. The riding there is phenomenal, and if you go through there at night, yeah. you can ride. It, you'll round a corner and you won't see any lights, and you'll hear coyotes, and it's pretty awesome. Okay, Griffith Park is pretty awesome, but I, <laughs> I it's just that it takes me like 20 minutes to get there, and I guess I'm a wimp. Uh, yeah, I hear you. But, I I, under, I completely understand you. Um, but like you, it sounds to me like like Santa Barbara would be the type of place where you're riding through nature to get to the trail, or at least through some a place that's kind of more less urban, less congested. Yeah, right, right. Com- completely. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty amazing. You going from a, a city with a population of 14 million to a city with a population of 90,000. It's a humongous difference. 
So, uh, and then because of where we were located, even though we're just an hour north of of L.A. at at night, we we just able to see more stars, and it's you know right there getting the ocean breeze. It's, oh yeah, so you go to um, the ocean too? Oh yeah, we're we're about ten blocks away from it at the shop and at the house. So wow. yeah, they've got a really good. They've got a couple of really really good dog parks up here. So for for those listeners that have dogs, want to know some place they can take them. There are some great off leash parks up here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> What's your dog's name again? Bernie. I just TJ was walking his dog. So I'm talking to uh, Jim C. From um, he was the co-host of Bike Talk for the first year and a half, and then. He was also the co-owner of Orange 20 Bikes in the bike district here in L.A., and then he went to Santa Barbara to open up Cranky's, which is there now on State Street. Yep. And um, doing all kinds of stuff up there, which you learned probably a lot of from the thriving bike scene here in L.A. Yeah, there, was a, there is a lot of growing that's happening with the bike scene here that is kind of complementing some of the stuff that happened initially in Los Angeles. So... Uh, and, man, L.A. looks like you guys have really started doing a lot. I mean, the, the got the mayor involved. Got a lot of programs going on down in L.A. right now. Sick Via coming up, I guess, next weekend. Is that right? Yeah, well, 10-10, yeah. I guess that's next weekend. Wow. Jumped yeah. up on us. Um, yeah, Sick Via 10-10 is going to be a big deal. Yeah, uh, huge. Um, so, there, and then... Um, I'm hearing that there are going to be kids' rides in support of it and all kinds of stuff. So I, I, I think it's going to be, and you guys are doing a lot of stuff down there. So, And right now we're still trying to get our act together up here in Santa Barbara because we're still trying to get an advocacy group that really works for the cyclists, for all the cyclists, instead of just for the commuters or just for the mountain bikers or just for the roadies. So you want to bring, you want to consolidate all the different kinds of biking in one advocacy group? Oh man, I think it would be fantastic if there was. I think it would be a much more powerful thing than uh, than specific uh, specific user groups all lobbying at the same time. I think it would be much more powerful if everybody all all joined forces and uh, and lobbied together. Well, do you think that LACBC is that? I think that LACBC does that yeah. fairly well. Yeah, I think that's one of the great things about them. They, in fact, they have many user groups inside of that coalition. So, and I think that they they do a really good job of the advocacy and the promotions that they do. Mm-hmm. So you're actually going to start something like that? There is one here already, and I'm working with the guys here to try and make it bigger. So, every time one of the things that we feature, every time we sell a bike over $500, we set somebody up for a year with the. Uh, local Santa Barbara County Bicycle Coalition. And uh, so since we've been here, we've been able to grow the the membership of that co- coalition by about 20%. So really? this you, is good. You guys do? The bike shop, yeah. Cranky's, yep. That's amazing. So you guys are really doing things there, stepping in and, and doing big stuff. Yeah, we're trying. So. Great. And you got a new kid? and, and Yeah, I've got a, a three-month-old now, a little girl, three-and-a-half-month-old now, a little girl named Esther, um, and she's fantastic. She's uh-huh. a handful, and fortunately, Rebecca 
an incredible mother, and she really takes great care of her. That's great. Um, so you guys are really happy up there. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> How's everything going down there with Bike Dog? Um, it's good. Um, today I didn't really have uh, a lot of plans, so I'm just talking to you and TJ, and uh, we should have talked more about Ciclovia. I actually had people calling me about that, but I was I was too busy this week to really put something together. So uh, this is the notice that Ciclovia is happening. Yeah, Ciclovia is a big one. This is, I think this is a pilot program for Los Angeles, and they've been working on this now for two two plus years. You know, so in one form or another, and uh, I think I think they did a fantastic job getting a, a lot of a lot of streets closed off and really getting a lot of local support behind it. So yeah, now Ciclovia. I'll just talk to you about it if that's okay. Okay. Um, Ciclovia is uh, started in South America and Colombia. Yeah, Bogota, Colombia has probably one of the longest running ones. It was started, I believe, the program was started in the '70s. So, and it initially consisted of closing off streets uh, in order to have a day, or closing off sections of streets in order to have a day where uh, people could use those as an avenue for exercise, jogging, running, uh, cycling, or even they even have. And there are little stages set up in local parks where they'll have different exercises, whether it's yoga or jazzercise or something like that, that they'll do at different times during the day. Really? So there's, um, I, yeah, I heard there's going to be a, like a, I know one person from KPFK, Ali Lexa, is going to do some kind of a, I hope I, well, I might get this wrong, but like some kind of a salsa parade or something. Mm-hmm. And so it's, uh, it's going to be kind of like a street street performance festival, uh, you know, bike ride, critical mass type fusion. Yeah, I, I, sort of like critical mass, except everything is closed off. So, and hopefully throughout the day there will be multiple groups of people and individuals that are are using that street the street to full potential. And what's their their hope? this? Do they hope that this will happen in once a month? I don't know. I, I imagine that they hope that this becomes something that the city realizes is a good idea for folks and they pick up and they start using yeah. uh, regularly. I'm, I'm sorry to use you for my Ciclovia info and you're not even down here. I, I have a ton of people to talk to and I, I'll try to get them <laughs> uh, on the line. If you want, I can give some folks a call from here see if I can have them call you. Yeah, that'd be great. Okay, all right. Uh, Nick, thanks so much for calling me. Thank Everything's you. going great up here. I'm glad you guys cool. are doing well. I wish you the best of luck. Thank you, Jim. Next, you uh, next week. Yeah. I, you know, I won't even be here next week, so I have to have somebody take over the show. <laughs> Hello? Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, that was Jim. Keep some for just yourself. But honey, don't just sit alone up on that dusty shelf. Don't let them drag you down. Don't let them in your blood. Oh honey, hold your ground. It's bound to come around. Don't let them get inside. Keep some for just yourself. But honey, don't just sit alone up on that dusty shelf. Don't let them get
that are yet to come up are uh, one is the first one is Wednesday, September 20. Whoops, sorry, skip that. Um, they've gone through these pretty quickly. It was this past week they were being held. So the last one is actually today at the Broad Constituent Service Center up in Van Nuys, uh, 6262 Van Nuys Boulevard. And there will be one more, no, strike that again. So that's it. There were four total public hearings and so we, one webinar that's it, already come and gone. Yeah, so it sounds like we kind of missed it. Yeah, it sounds kind of like that, yeah. Well, that's too bad that there wasn't a bigger turnout. That's disappointing. And I remember Stephen Box was on the show, and I think he was really frustrated, you know, and various people are very frustrated by the, the turnout of cyclists in this community when they seem so active. And uh, it's not clear why why that would be the case. Do you have any thoughts about that? Uh, well, I, I don't know. Not, not everybody uh, might be interested in commenting in the sense of some people might be a bit apathetic. I mean, the first bike plan, as I understand it, was put together in 1996, and that has languished with not a lot being done on it, and it's being updated. Uh, there's been a lot of good input. In fact, there was at the one meeting I attended from the LACB, uh, Arisha Smolarski, mm -hmm. the LACBC, and uh, she made a number of important points. Um, but it may be a combination of apathy or if you're, mount if you're a mountain biker, like one of your callers, then this really isn't very applicable to your interests. Um, or perhaps the word just didn't get out. Well, but who, there's who still people should still look at this website website and follow the process because this isn't the end of it. It has to go through various city departments. Uh, I think there will probably be some more public hearings at those meetings. I'm quite confident of that before it goes to the city council. And there there are opportunities for input at every stage. Um, and who was at, who? What what people in the bike? What who made presentations? Any names that we can pat them on the back? Uh, yeah, so as I mentioned, Arisha Smolarski of the L.A. County Bicycle Coalition. Yeah. And uh, also there's a new group that's just been formed in Beverly Hills, and uh, they're called uh, Better Bike Beverly Hills, and the presentation was made by Mark Elliott on their behalf uh, because just a couple of weeks ago, the Beverly Hills City Council began a long process of reconstructing Santa Monica Boulevard through Beverly Hills, and they're considering putting bike lanes on Santa Monica Boulevard because there's a gap there for people who use that route uh, going from Sunset Boulevard to Santa Monica, realize. And so he spoke to the, well, okay, the, so the uh, at the hearing. So the bike lanes would be the kind of bike lanes that we've been seeing uh, around, like on Sunset, and, and perhaps it, it would go. It's the beginning of a. It's the beginning of a two to three year process. So there are a lot of options on the table at the moment, and they're trying to decide whether or not they can put two full-size bike lanes on Santa Monica Boulevard uh, because there are issues with widening it, or a uh, second one bike lane might be on Santa Monica Boulevard and another may be on a, a, an adjacent street. But it's the beginning of a, a long process in Beverly Hills. But the point there is that um, there's a need for Los Angeles to coordinate its routes with neighboring cities and cities it surrounds, such as uh, Beverly Hills and West Hollywood. 
Uh, I, I spoke there um, echoing that need for coordination uh, on behalf of cyclists in West Hollywood. And uh, one fellow... Yeah, I spoke, yes. I made a, a brief presentation. And uh, there was a presentation, a couple of presentations made on the part of uh, uh, cyclists, uh, Latino cyclists, immigrant cyclists who uh, uh, have to bicycle uh, in on the east side and downtown. There's a lot of that activity, and LACBC has been uh, very active in promoting their interests. Um, so there were a variety of viewpoints aired. Well, so... Yeah, I guess people don't want to go so much to the meetings. There may be an issue of just being confident enough to speak your opinion at these meetings as well. Right. Uh, I don't know. Well, so what are you doing to um, maybe educate people to get more competent to speak about these meetings? Anything? <laughs> well, whenever I talk to somebody, I, yeah. I try to publicize these meetings as well as other public hearings in cities such as Beverly Hills and Santa Monica Boulevard because the uh, authorities near to he they need to hear from bicyclists directly and especially when they have established a procedure for accepting public input that will influence what they do in terms of the sporting bicycling community that I think is an important time for the cycling community to get their views heard uh, because the public officials will hear about mass events such as a critical mass protests uh, at the Beverly Hills Courthouse and um, also interactions with the uh, LAPD in various places. Uh, but that's kind of an aside sometimes because the, the, the city governments and bureaucracy isn't necessarily set up to process that kind of news in an efficient way. So really, I think it's equally important that cyclists come to these uh, more formal events to get their views heard. Well, yeah, I sure hope people start um, coming together to do that, and the LACBC is a, a way to do that. Um, I mean, we're, at That's least right. they're, they're advocating for people who, who may not make it. And um, it would be nice to see more of the people who are involved in Midnight Riders get to these things, because there's a lot of... I think that's right. Yeah, activity. I agree with you. And so, how do you come to all this? Are you are you involved in any of these organizations? Um, I'm a member of LACBC, and they've just established a regional affiliates program. So I'm a, actually a resident of West Hollywood, but I live near enough to LA that I comment on what they're doing. And the LACBC has established what they call regional affiliates with cycling organizations around LA County. And so there are representatives from West Hollywood, Beverly Hills, uh, Santa Monica, Long Beach, South Bay, San Pedro, and that area, San Gabriel Valley, and elsewhere who are participating in this program. And um, uh, that's one way that I've become involved uh, with LACBC in particular. Uh, my own background is as an urban cyclist, so I actually don't know anything about m mountain biking, uh, although more power to the people who like to do that. And uh, I've bicycled um, both a lot in L.A. most recently, but also in East Coast cities, Boston and other cities, and in Europe. 
And so my, my interests and experience lie in navigating city streets and uh, doing so successfully with, with urban traffic. Uh-huh. And, and uh, L.A. L.A. has a, a long way to go in that regard. So you yeah, you heard me talking about how it's kind of dis- daunting or discouraging to get to Griffith Park from where I live. Yeah, I, I bicycle over to Griffith Park from West Hollywood as well, and it can be exciting. Exciting, yeah. Yeah. I'm getting there. <laughs> yeah, getting there. Yeah, exciting. I'm just putting a positive twist on yeah, your description. Exciting. Good. There you go. It is exciting. Uh, you're right, and I, I gotta I gotta just make that make that um, make that effort more often because it's worth it. Um, so thank you, Kevin. And so, like, what else? What else can you say? You're going to be at Cyclavier. You're going to check that out. I am absolutely. I'm looking forward to that. It's going to be an interesting ride, and a lot more leisurely than is usually the case along that route. So that should be enjoyable. Can you can you just tell me something about it? Because I haven't had anybody really officially connected with it calling. Oh, uh, well, that, yeah, that would be a, a a good thing to publicize on your show. I think. Um, I'm not involved with it directly. I'm just going to go to enjoy it. Uh, there is a website that I have up on my screen in front of me yeah. that is Ciclavia, which is C-I-C-L-A-V-I-A dot WordPress, all one word, dot com. And you can go there and get all the information on it. There are several maps showing the route in detail. Uh, one is a big Google map, and you can print that out, bring it with you. And they're going to close off the streets, and uh, that will allow for bicycles and pedestrians to go along a seven-mile route. I'm just reading off the webpage now. Uh, between Hollandbet Park and Boyle Heights through downtown, it goes right by City Hall, uh, up through 7th Street, and winds its way by MacArthur Park, past Chateau Park, uh, going north uh, to Heliotrope near the Bicycle Kitchen. Um, and so you can start in at any point and take it to any other point? Or is there like a uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can. Um, there are some organized uh, bike rides, I think, maybe starting in... Hollenbeck Park. I think I saw something at the LACBC about that. Uh, but, of course, you can join it at any point. Uh, they're expecting people all along the route to do just that. All right, well, I'm trying so to I, I expect I'll, I'll start at one end and go down the other, and to the other end and come back. Hopefully hopefully it's not too hot, but it's supposed to cool down by next weekend, I think. Can you say the, the how do you spell it again? The, the URL? Yeah. Yeah, so that's I'll uh, speak it and then spell it. Yeah. It's, excuse me, cclavia.wordpress.com, and that is C-I-C-L-A-V-I-A dot W-O-R-D-P-R-E-S-S dot com. All right. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk to us about? And there's going to be a lot of culture and music there. As people are, you know, really making a big, big deal about it. And yeah, there'll be there'll be various other attractions along the route. 
Okay, well, thank you. It Jeff. should be enjoyable. So uh, it's the first effort of its kind, and uh, as you're discussing with one of your earlier callers, uh, it's commonly held in several cities outside of Bogota, and it's the first for L.A. It should be the first of an annual effort, and hopefully there will be a good turnout, and uh, it will grow from here. Well, good. I can't wait to, to see what happens. Um, unfortunately, I'm going to be in Chicago that weekend, but I'll, I'll hear about it. Maybe you can call back and tell me how your experience was with it. Okay. I'll keep that in mind. Well, anything else, Kevin? I think that's it for now. All right. Well, this is the first time you called. Thanks for calling. Have you listened to the show before? Yes, I have. Okay. I try to listen to it. Well, we try, uh, to, be, so we try to be informational. Definitely. Yeah, I enjoy the show, and I enjoy your your guests. So perhaps you can. There's a there is a list on the Ciclavia webpage of all the people who have organized it. Maybe you can get one of those folks to be on your show and yeah. really get the lowdown on it. Yeah, I'm going to try that now, and uh, if not, we'll have to have wrap it up. I mean, uh, report back from uh, from after. But I think people have enough information yeah. to know that they that they should go. Yeah. Okay, thanks a lot, right, Nick. I enjoy the show. Have a great weekend. Bye. You too.
So you're listening to Bike Talk. We're just uh, having a few minutes between guests, and you can listen to this music and this beautiful music in the interlude.
Okay. We are about to go, and first I'm going to tell you the route for the Ciclovia on October 10th. It starts, well, I don't know if you can say it starts, but one end of the route is Orange 20 Bikes and Bicycle Kitchen. Uh, the Bicycle District, also Pure Luck, is there and a tattoo shop. Heliotrope and Melrose. And then it goes down Heliotrope to Rosewood, makes a uh, north, uh, I don't know, an eastward uh, t- turn to New Hampshire, and then that goes all the way to, uh, takes New Hampshire up to West 4th Street, takes West 4th to Virgil, Virgil over to 6th. Then that goes uh, up to MacArthur Park, and then it cuts over to 7th, goes up 7th all the way to Spring, takes Spring over to 1st, 1st to Central, Central, uh, it takes Central South to, to East 4th, and then takes East 4th past the 101 to Hollenbeck Park. And you can find all this at cclavia.wordpress.com. And uh, there's a, a little bit of uh, film here on cclavia.com. I thought I would play it. I hear some of it's in Portuguese, but we're going to give it a shot, and then we're going to sign out. So um, this is Nick Richard for Bike Talk, and have a great weekend. y festivos se adecuan unas vías especiales para que la gente salga, haga deporte, se monte en bicicleta y patine. No se necesita tanto dinero ni nada para recreación. Maravillosa la ciclovía. Mejor que ha llegado aquí a, a Colombia lo que han inventado. Lo mejor de la ciclovía es la oportunidad que tiene la familia para disfrutar la ciudad. Eso es lo mejor. That's uh, not Portuguese, that's Spanish. Uh, so it's 2 o'clock today, and the ciclovia is almost over. We've had a really long day. We got up at 5 in the morning, and we got to see how it all started. Everything from packing up the vendor stations and the trucks to barricading the streets and closing it to cars. It was pretty light traffic at the beginning because the weather wasn't so great, but at about 8 o'clock, it started getting packed. It's a really beautiful way to see the city. There's just tons of people, all different kinds, all different ages, There's even a segment called the Recrovia, and this is absolutely great because they have about 28 stages with aerobics instructors and Roomba instructors, and they're giving free classes to any citizen that wants to participate. It's really something beautiful to see. A las 7 de la mañana ya la gente comienza a invadir las calles y en la medida en que va pasando el día, los ciclistas y gente caminando en patines, familias, ya comienzan a hacer uso de la ciclovía. Este, esta vía, que tiene cuatro carriles para los vehículos normalmente, se destinan efectivamente la mayoría de los carriles para los ciclistas y solamente se deja un tramo para que la circulación de vehículos de todas maneras pueda seguir funcionando. Esto lo que le ofrece a la, a la gente es muchísima seguridad, Muchísima tranquilidad porque es un espacio muy amplio en el que pueden montar bicicleta, patines o caminar totalmente seguros, totalmente confiados de que no les va a pasar nada porque pues es, son vías destinadas específicamente para la recreación, para la convivencia, para hacer actividad física. When we were starting the, the, the ciclovía, when I was commissioner of parks, sports and recreation, we were going to increase 
from 13K, which is about eight miles, to over 90K, and we needed a lot of people to work on it. So we put an ad on the paper saying we need supervisors of the Ciclovia, and these are the requirements. We got 20 resumes, and we were expecting over 200. So at the time, the number one program on Colombians TV was Baywatch. So we put an ad on the paper saying we need Baywatch, tall, handsome, athletic, blah, blah, blah. And we got 1,500 resumes, which shows that social marketing works. And this, so now these people are called Bike Watch, and they are like the managers of the Ciclovia. Aparte de que es un trabajo en donde uno hace deporte, es un trabajo que puedes tener contacto directo con las personas, y eso es muy gratificante. Cuando es, digamos, eh, le ofreces una actividad a un niño y él te, da, te regala una sonrisa, las gracias. Eso es lo más gratificante para mí. Es el biggest program around the world and doing sport 120 kilometers in a city so different, it's strange. And all once we are university students and it's a good job because we have enough time for that kind of labor. This is beautiful, man, because we work for the city and every, everybody smiles at you. Uh, this is a very beautiful work. ¿Y cuál es la mejor parte para ti de la ciclovía? La mejor parte es todo, o sea, uno puede salir en bicicleta desde su casa, disfrutar de la ciclovía, puede coger cualquier tray trayecto de la ciclovía, puede llegar a un punto de actividad física, puede disfrutar de la clase y regresarse por ciclovía en su bicicleta de la casa, disfrutar de las comidas que tenemos en los módulos, disfrutar de la atención de los guardianes de la ciclovía. And that was Bike Talk for today. Please have a great week, and uh, we're going to have somebody cover the show next weekend. I'm not sure who, but in the meantime, uh, thank you, KPFK and KPFK.org, and you can and Kill Radio, where we broadcast live, and contact us at livebiketalk at gmail.com. This is Nick signing off for today. Have a great uh, weekend. Have a good ride. <laughs>